0: Hello and welcome to Enneagram and Coffee, the podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jane Case, and I am so happy to have coffee with you today. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to let you know that my book, The Honest Enneagram, is available for pre-order right now wherever books are sold online. So you can find it on Amazon, barnesandnoble.com, you can find it at indie bookstores, my local bookshop, malapropsbooks.com, you can find it there. Or if you haven't figured out your Enneagram type, now is a really good time to order the book because anyone who pre-orders before April 14th gets access to my typing workshop 100% free. So you can just go to thehonestenneagram.com and grab it there. Now let's dive into today's episode. In today's podcast, I wanted to run through one of my favorite topics that can really help us to deepen our Enneagram practice, and that is working with the centers. For those that aren't familiar, there are three centers in the Enneagram, and we call them the three centers of intelligence there's the body center, heart center, and head center. The body center is types eight, nine, and one. These types deal the most with anger. And there's the heart center, types two, three, and four. They deal the most with shame or depression. And the head centers types 5, 6, and 7 deal most with anxiety or fear. Now, the idea of the three centers of intelligence can be tracked back to Gurdjieff, who believed that balancing the three centers was necessary to be conscious. However, it's not a new idea. Eastern philosophies have believed this for eons. It's really the Western culture that is just getting the hang of this. Now, working with the centers is helpful for a couple of reasons. First, if you are still determining your type, you may find yourself in the center that you belong to much easier. And then you can much more easily narrow down from there which type is yours specifically. So it might be a lot easier to notice. Do I deal with anger? Do I deal with shame or depression? Do I deal with anxiety or fear? And from there, you can easily narrow down. Well, how does that manifest in me? Does the anxiety show up in withdrawal? Does it show up in... Preoccupation with planning for the future? Does it show up with trying to avoid? You can start to really narrow in on your type from that space. Now, in doing your Enneagram work, you can really get some great insight through working with the centers. So, the first thing is what is your work to do with your own center? What does it look like? So, let's go into the body center. The body center, right, they deal with anger, they deal with control. Type eights, they tend to directly express their anger by taking control and taking charge. Type nines, they suppress their anger in order to not cause conflict, which can turn into a bit of passive aggressiveness, which they can show up as quietly, stubbornly resisting being controlled. And then we have type one, they suppress their anger, which emerges in flares of resentment. They may assert control by being self-controlled and highly structured. And then in our heart center, we have these types that tend to focus on their relationship to shame and then cultivating an identity that really allows other people to see them the way they want to be seen. So type twos, they create an image of being likable and thoughtful. Type three is an image of being confident and successful. Type four is an image of being different and unique. And then we have the head center, which is our relationship to fear and anxiety. Type fives, they withdraw from fear. Mostly the fear of intrusion. Type sixes anticipate and plan in advance for negative situations. And type sevens, they avoid fear, maybe the fear of discomfort, maybe the p- fear of pain, maybe the fear of restriction or limitations. And they do this by continuously engaging in new ideas or thoughtful or exciting experiences. We may find that we have a stacking of centers head, heart, body in like a specific order. So one that is dominant, one that is secondary, and a third that is neglected. So what can it look like when each of the centers are neglected? So when our body center is neglected, we may find that it's harder to take action. We may lose groundedness and we may sacrifice presence of being. When our heart is neglected, we may find that we have a harder time accessing empathy and compassion. We could struggle in relationships or we may even have a hard time being honest with ourselves about how we feel in a given moment. When our mind is neglected, we may find that we ignore our needs, forget to entertain hobbies or interests that are exciting for us, and we may become overly compliant with systems and structures that have been laid out for us. You may even find that some people believe that you don't have to be dominant in the center of your type. So you could be an 8 with an overdeveloped heart center or a 7 with an overdeveloped body center. That is one way to think about it. Now, these centers can be particularly complicated for three, six, and nine. This triangle in the center of the symbol actually shows up as conflicting points in each of the centers. Threes have the hardest time with feelings. Six struggle the most with fear. Nines with anger. To put it simply for each of these types, in their respective centers, if they were declaring it on Facebook, it'd be complicated, right? It's like this push and pull back and forth, I'm in the heart center, yet I have a hard time accessing my feelings. I'm in the head center, yet I um, have a conflicted relationship to my fear. I'm in the body center, but I have a conflicted relationship to my anger. Now, how can we get intentionally in touch with each of the three centers? Because here's the truth. When we're not doing that, we're limiting ourselves by living out of only one center. If we want to be truly awake in our life, if we want to have full access to what's available to us, we're going to want to access all centers of intelligence. So if we want to intentionally cultivate presence in our body, a few tips for this are three deep breaths. That can be as simple as just sitting back, taking three intentional deep breaths, sinking into your body and, and feeling presence. Aerobic exercise. I also really love yoga nidra. Yoga nidra is really, um, it's a type of meditation that takes you through presence in your body and really lets you like micro focus on little areas of your body and, and see how they feel or what's present for them. Another great practice is the five rhythms dance. This is a way of dancing that kind of takes you through a life cycle of celebration, of grieving, of death, and really lets you get into your body. If you want to intentionally cultivate your heart center, you will need to slow down. You're going to want to spend time with your emotions every day. So a few ways that you could do this, again, is three deep breaths into your heart center. You might practice journaling, daily journaling, or talk therapy, One of my favorite practices as someone who has had to intentionally cultivate my heart center is to go watch a sad movie by myself. Having feelings is something that I don't like to do in front of people. So if I can go watch a movie alone and I can access my emotions through the emotions of someone else, it can really let me to get honest with myself about what I'm feeling and what's in my heart center. Now, if you're wanting to cultivate presence in your head center, you may want to practice energetic boundaries. So how can you create an energetic space where you're not giving your time and your attention out to other people, but instead you're focused inward on yourself? You may ask yourself, what would I express interest in if no one was negatively impacted? And allow yourself to cultivate that interest. For you, it's time for you to focus on what lights you up. So read books of interest, take time alone, watch a documentary, whatever you need to do to really get into your curiosity. Again, this is a small taste of what working with the centers can look like, but you may want to check out the work of Kathy Hurley, Theodore Johnson, or Chris Ewart's has a great write-up of the centers in his book, The Sacred Enneagram. So if you want to dive deeper, I encourage you to go into those. For those of you who are new to the centers, I would love to hear anything and everything you have to share about them over on Instagram. Let me know how you liked today's episode. As always, reviews mean a lot to podcasters. It helps us to get the information out to new people and helps us to get seen by new eyes. So if you have a second, just pop one over, leave a five-star review. If you wanna write a message, that would be awesome. But even just tapping the five stars is a huge help. So thank you so, so much for being here and I will see you in the next episode.